Welcome back to another great episode of the CRE Pro Show. I'm your host this week, Dan Lukowitz. We have a pretty incredible guest, a good friend of mine, somebody that's been on some of my shows. We've had a lot of interaction. You all know him from social media and from just being an incredible individual who is crushing it in the CRE Pro world. Today we have with us Greg Katz. Greg, how you doing? I think that is some of the coolest So Greg's going to jump on here music. in a second, what do you guys and think? we will have an well, excellent thanks a lot interview for coming today back, to discuss uh, to the show. all the things uh, CRE Pro, things in his world, today, all the new things uh, that he's doing. Greg is going to make an exciting uh, announcement, some of you might already CRE know about it. But uh, then, uh, in the meantime, we we're going to talk a little bit so about Greg Katz as an individual. So Greg Katz is the vice president of real estate strategy. Greg's focus is to provide enhanced strategic insights to industry trends and market dynamics, consumer shopping behavior, leveraging best class data like, and analytics. Uh, Prior to his current role, so, uh, Greg spent 15 years at the shopping center group, creating uh, and implementing strategy, jump, strategies jump for organizational structure and human capital, is, uh, data, analytics, capital social raiser, platforms, website, GIS, on mobile technology, raising. and branding. Very nice to have Prior you here, man. Really, uh, roles include uh, 15 years in restaurant operations, consulting, marketing, and site selection. Thank you so much, Zach, and I'm excited. I'm doing great. How are you? Casual restaurants. Yeah, I'm doing really well. Thank you. Greg's a graduate of on the uh, Boston show, University with a degree in business management. He received his MBA uh, from the University of Florida. Go fantastic. Gators. Greg but and his wife, Elena, are the proud that, parents of two amazing boys. So guys, here at NRM, Who are we ready? KP? We have read. Oh, there he is, Greg is Katz. KP? Greg, how you doing? I'm doing great. How are you? Uh, Kate hey, Patel is really someone who is very, very passionate about uh, unlocking the, the potential in unlocking Absolutely. what's you know, truly lying there and in terms so, of Greg, mindset right in, or strategy or execution, how to get to that do, performance, whether it's real estate or life or words, business or anything like that, how do we not only become uh, successful, but also uh, get great question, discover more. <laughs> Some days I'm not sure either. Um, now, look, uh, it's been, it's been really cool to... Boston, correct? But you do have a outside of Boston, maybe, uh, you do have a, uh, a course uh, that is about course about so, funds, Greg, we're going to uh, just jump a little bit forward here. I think deals, maybe right? there's some technical funding, difficulties, which uh, is fine. Happening your own that's deals. life, right? You just got to roll with things. You got to make it flow so and figure out ways to, to uh, more about improvise. So you released, while we're waiting for Greg uh, to get the connection what, five back up, I'm just going to discuss a little uh, bit about maybe a foreshadowing of some of the things that we're going to discuss here on the CRE Pro Show. So Greg is a great guy. Greg and I initially connected on LinkedIn. We're part of a few LinkedIn channels. Greg's a CRE Pro. He's a great guy. Greg was right. with the shopping center group, is not an and Greg deal. is but, just doing uh, you some really incredible things. So today in, on the show, we're going to talk about a few things. We're going to talk about the office exactly market. We're going to talk about this hybrid model of office and work. We're going to talk about someone of, we're going to talk about some things in supply chain. We're have a great time. It sounds like Greg was kicked because somebody else actually was trying to get in the show, which is interesting, but Greg's going to actually, this is such a popular show that people are just trying to get on all the time. So... Yeah, so, you know, a, a challenge that a lot of real estate entrepreneurs face is that they figured out this market, Greg, right? Or they figured out how to flip deals correctly or how to do the BRRRR so method. Today, but there's only so much of road, our own capital we could invest. If we really want to scale, we have to bring other people in, which is investors, and help them grow as well and raise capital. But this is where it becomes challenging. How do I really do it, right? What if the deal doesn't work out? 
what right, are the partnership terms, so to speak. And I don't want to appear salesy when I reach out to my friends or family to ask for money. All of that chatter really kind of limits the potential. So we are back to buying that two deals or four deals a year or three unit or five unit instead of 20, 50, 100 unit. So I figured, why don't I... Whatever right. I have so learned over the years in by raising you know, over gave, 12 million now, why don't I break it down piece by piece so somebody right? has that information that and they don't the they have the laying groundwork. They could take it, apply it. If it works, the, great. If it doesn't, they have awareness. Why am I not doing this? You know, this guy's giving me the blueprint. Okay, am I fearful of something? Uh, and then at, at least they'll Actually, make some progress that way. And that's why I decided to put a lot of effort and, why and can't I get a make coffee? that I power pack insightful goes, no, I want a course, so to speak, which is, which is so for free. She found a location that was and, open. You know, I, I, what I really love about it even is that, is that you highlight something which our friend uh, Hunter Thompson does as well, which is you start up on your own. It wasn't economically feasible or advantageous to staff that location in the middle of the day. So, Greg, I don't know. Have you seen any of this? Have you seen challenges in staffing, challenges in occupancy with different retail locations across the country? Uh, maybe this is at a luncheon. Maybe this is just maybe it's on, online, right? And you so I'm sure Greg's also noticed that. To a select um, amount of people. But uh, and we're, we're waiting for him to, invest, to his his audio to kind of kick them. in here, you which is you know it, it happens. And, you and I want to take a moment point, here just to explain I mean, your uncle why I don't has care. Okay, so I don't care because you know at the end of the day we're here to provide value. We're here to there you go provide value and everything else follows. Right? Thanks to Zach Racing or Siri Pro Course and the co-host of the show. And you know we just kind of it. So, Greg, like, whenever you're ready, just just jump in and, uh, and, and you know, doctor, uh, let me know that you can you hear us and we'll hear you and we'll, we'll make this happen. I'd love to accentuate is that you came out of something that was so, not real um, estate. Basically, uh, it sounds yes. to me like and yet you got into real estate, uh, syndication we are going and through some interesting times and, and in the country uh, from a retail perspective and, and an office perspective. So, um, Greg seems to be hearing another episode when he jump, jumps on and then gets kicked off. So, not sure why. Uh, um, how about now? Oh, we got him. There he is. Greg Katz. Yeah. Live. Now I got you. Greg, you take the mic. <laughs> Roll with it, baby. So wh what's going on in your neck of the world? What's going on in your business right now? Well, it's, it's, it's exciting, actually, Dan. Look, I mean, we're, you know, look, there's so much going on in retail right now. Uh, so much going on in real estate right now, right? And I think COVID has uh, accelerated that a lot, but, you know, Lots of interesting trends and lots of interesting dynamics that are starting to take place that we can talk about. Absolutely. Anything in particular that's on your mind in terms of interesting trends that you'd like to discuss today? So there was one that uh, I was reading a lot about this morning and actually talking um, to some folks about, and that is what's going on with the office, right? And it's a little bit out of my wheelhouse. I'm more of a retail guy, obviously, but uh, it, it's it's interesting, right? So what what I think is happening is we're we're looking at retail and we're seeing it morph into other parts of the the commercial real estate industry, right? It's it's been at the bottom of multifamily, it's been at the bottom of offices. Um, you know, obviously industrial and retail are, are crossing over more and more, but office particularly uh, as as hybrid work comes into play. It's going to be really interesting to watch what happens with office space and 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 especially in the in those office clusters where it's um, you know where there's such density of office and how that space gets reused whether it's going to be hotel or apartment or mm -hmm. uh, I, I've heard about a startup that's starting to look at renting 
you know, like personal training and gym space out of some of the offices and co-working space, et cetera. So as work changes, it'll be interesting to watch and see what happens on the office side in particular. Absolutely. You bring up some great points about hybrid office and hybrid space and how work is changing, right? We all know work is changing. I know my work has changed. My work was always awesome, but now it's even easier for me to do it from anywhere. In fact, Greg, I was telling you a little bit this morning about an incredible listing I've got coming up, some resorts in Traverse City. And we're actually got to have an opportunity to build on 90-foot frontage of Sugar Sand Bay on Lake Michigan. It's absolutely incredible. And one of the interesting things is I'm finding there's a lot of interest from individuals that maybe they would have bought another vacation home, maybe they would have bought another investment property, but now they're saying, heck, I want a view of the bay and I want an office and a place to go for half the week, for the weekend, for whenever, because now working from home is really working from anywhere. Yeah, and, and I think that that's um, two things with that, right? I think the interest is there, as you just mentioned, and it's going gonna, it's gonna to be tough to get people back into, I guess, what the old normal was. So I, I think the new normal is here to stay, and I think it, it opens up some really creative uses, right? And really creative ways to repurpose real estate and 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 expand on what's already there and, and add some real value, especially on that personal care and entertainment and, and remote work perspective. I think all of that's really cool. Absolutely. It's very interesting that you mentioned, first of all, providing value, because that's what we do. CRE Pro Course, provide value, everything else follows. And I think that's a mantra that is not only essential as a business model, it's an essential in an investment perspective, right? So the investment per perspective of provide value and everything else follows is true in this regard as well. So when you have a situation where you've got um, an opportunity to redesign, repurpose, retenant, if you can provide some additional value as an investor, as a landlord, as a broker, et cetera, you can have everything else follow from there. So speaking specifically on, you know, some of these entertainment options or some of these, you know, more lifestyle options, what do you think we're going to see over the next few years in terms of additional value that landlords or tenants will provide to each other? I think it's, it's going to be, it's going to be different in how you look at space, right? It, I think from a, from a general perspective, we can't go back to the way we were doing things. You know, malls aren't malls anymore unless they're the A-plus malls, right? Malls now have hotels and apartments and, and all of that fun stuff in them. And so I, I think this change is going to be dictated by the consumers, right, by the users. And I, we're already starting to see that. So I, can, I see that continuing to happen. And I see I've talked to so many people that say, I'm not going back to the way I used to work before COVID. And from a, both a personal perspective and a professional, and Dan, you mentioned, you know, having fun at work and, and how much you enjoy what you do. You know, I'm the same way and I love to work and I love to have fun and the passion around working. But I think at the same time, you know, knowing that I can work anywhere, now I'm going to seek out some new and fun places to do that, right? While still getting my work done, but maybe be able to play a little bit more afterwards. And I think that's that's going to be important. I think landlords need to recognize that. And I also think the efficiency around space is going to be extremely important, right? Getting Absolutely. getting in, getting what you want and getting out and, and not having to deal with you know all the craziness, making it easier to buy online and pick up in store or pick up at the curb or um, you know having dedicated parking, having easier flow to do so having the systems be more efficient so that you're not sitting in your car and waiting for 45 minutes when you could have just gone in the store. 
Absolutely. It is all about efficiency and making it easier for the consumer. And you mentioned an interesting four-letter word, okay, which today is the mall, okay? Mall in our industry is a four-letter word. I don't know how far we want to get into this. I see you chuckling over there, but it really is. I mean, let's just call a spade a spade. Between 21 and 23% of all U.S. malls, right, are behind four months or more on their payment. They're in servicing. They're in default, special assets, et cetera, et cetera. Not everyone's talking about that. In fact, no one's talking about that. I want to hear your thoughts on that before we jump into some of the other gems that you dropped a minute ago. I, I question whether malls are for shopping anymore. I think <laughs> malls uh, I think malls are kind of going more the route of community gathering place, um, places for entertainment and eating, et cetera. Not I just I think the, the days of warning that sh that standard shopping experience are gone and if you take you know if you take apple out of the mall <laughs> which i think they're starting to do more and more of i think that even accelerates that process right because i think a lot of people end up there um primarily to to do things like go to the apple store so yeah i i just i think you look at the end of the day it's you go to one mall and you've pretty much gone to most malls right and i think that's the problem it's the same lineup of retailers. It's the same, um, you know, the same look and feel. Now starts that's starting to change, but again, I don't know if that means shopping. I think it means more community and and kind of different ways of utilizing the space. Absolutely, malls are not malls, just like you said. They're not malls today. And, and you bring up some more interesting points, like Apple. I just had my good uh, my main man Barry Wolf on the show uh, not too long ago. We were talking about Apple and Tesla and a lot of cannabis and. The experience, you know, Barry claimed that he's never buying a Tesla. Or he hasn't bought a Tesla. I believe him. He hasn't bought a Tesla because he loves the Ferraris, right? But uh, but anyway, um, he he hasn't yet bought a Tesla. And and my point to him was, he mentioned, hey, Tesla's pulling out of malls. And I said, and he said he thought it was a good thing. Tesla shouldn't be in a mall. And I said, Barry, you're on live television talking to tens or hundreds of thousands of people about your experience in Tesla. Tesla has won. Right. You may not have bought a Tesla, but we're talking about it. Right. I may not have got my. In fact, I just ordered another iPhone. I didn't get it at the store. Right. I got it from one of my relationships, one of my contacts, one, a franchisee for Verizon. Great guy. We'll probably have him on the show because he's a baller. But but my point is, is that the experience in the mall is not just a fun experience or an experiential retail, as we call it, experiential retail. It's also an advertising and marketing experience, right? You might go to the mall, you might go into the store, and you might buy online. I don't know if you'd call that like G-O-I-P-I-I. -I, I don't know. Go, go in store, pick up online. I don't know what it is, but it doesn't matter, Greg, because the whole retail experience is changing. That's something you and I have talked about, that omni-channel fulfillment, meaning it doesn't matter how the customer purchases. Just make it cheap, easy, affordable, and efficient for the customer and for you, and then you've won. And make sure they talk about it. So two things. One, it's it's very hard to follow anything Barry Wolf does because he's such a stud. But that, <laughs> that aside, <laughs> and don't tell him I said that. Um, I'm going to tell him. That, is, <laughs> uh, that aside, I really do think, um, to your point, it, the store is also an advertisement, right? And I think people are realizing that, especially in today's world. Uh, I think it's, it's, it's interesting. I was talking to a retailer the other day, and they changed what they what they look at from a store performance perspective. They now are looking at that whole omni-channel. So it's no longer about, 
oh my goodness, somebody came into the store, they looked around, okay, let's use Barry, let me back up. So Barry went in, looked around, touched a Tesla, probably sat in the seat maybe, yep. you know, thought about it, dreamed about it, said, nah, I don't want one and left. But at the end of the day, if Barry does buy a Tesla, that experience had something to do with it, right? And so we're seeing stores say, if they leave, but they still buy, that's a win to your yes. point, right, Dan? And so, so now they're starting to incentivize the store performance based on the area, not just the store. And I think that's that's a, there's a lot to that because yep. again, I you and I both do it. We've gone to a store and then afterwards realize, yeah, you know what, I do want that. And and so we ordered it online or we've gone back to the store and gotten it. But either way, it's a win for the store and the brand. Yeah, absolutely. And listen, Greg, this has been incredible. We're about out of time. I'm going to have to have you back because this has been an incredible episode of the CRE Pro Show. I got a couple final questions. The first question is, did you pre-order your Cybertruck yet? <laughs> Working on it. <laughs> All right, you should do it. I'll tell you why. It's $100, and I'm not, I well, full disclosure, I am a shareholder, but I am not getting paid extra. Actually, I take that back. I probably am because if Tesla does well, so do I. I'm incentivized as a shareholder, right? Very interesting. I pre-ordered my Cybertruck for a variety of reasons. The Model 3, when it was pre-ordered, you could sell those, you know, make money on them. The, the, the Cybertruck right now, the brilliance of Elon Musk, one of the brilliances of him, whether you like him or not, I think he's brilliant and, and a little crazy, which most brilliant people are, is that you give him $100 and it's refundable, right? He takes that money, he invests it. He's got over $110 million of capital that we gave him, right? He knows now a lot of data about us. He's able to market to us. We tell our friends, we talk about it on the CRE Pro Show. At the end of the day, he builds an incredible vehicle for us. This is a great guy, Greg Katz. He's making a big transition. He's making big waves in the industry, and he's a CRE pro. Greg, we're going to have you back. Really appreciate your time. I'm your host, Dan Lukowitz of the CRE Pro Show. That's Greg Katz, and we look forward to seeing you soon. Okay, that was good. That was good. That was good.